There's a lot of players coming into pickleball and a lot of players are getting better quickly. On the male side, all these players are shaping up to be like left side studs, left side guys who want to take the left, almost yeah. all of them. Yeah. And that's a natural progression because if you're the best player in your group, you're playing the left and that's just how yeah. you get, get comfortable. Everyone's training for the left. Nobody's training for the right, really. Who's yeah. going to get dropped first, Ben or Colin? And who's going to drop who? Is Colin going to drop Ben? Before Ben drops Colin? No. <laughs> but... Okay, everybody. This is the James Ignatowicz Show. We have Davis Carvalho on the podcast again. And everybody was asking to get him back on the podcast. Um, <laughs> and we just, you know, acquiesced and we've got him back. So thank you for coming on, Davis. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I think it was less of a high demand, more of a low supply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, regardless, we're going to make it work. Let, let, let's get into it. Let's get it done. Yeah, very low <laughs> supply. This this podcast was recorded because I have no other guest options, um, no coffee, uh, yeah. just no no passion, anything. But anyway, <laughs> we, we got to get into the Beer City Open. Uh, yeah. So I played the Beer City Open with Altoff Merchant, and I played mixed with my little sister, Ava Ignatowicz. Got to the quarters in the main draw of both, and Altoff and I had game points against Federico and Pablo in each game. And Altoff yeah. is one of your favorite players, Dave, so yeah. I don't know if you saw any of that, but maybe walk us through what you saw out there in that moment. Yeah, from from Altov's uh, point of view, I saw nothing but intensity and uh, unbridled passion. <laughs> that guy just brings some sort of different intensity to that backhand slice dink. That you know, it's just it's Man. just it's something special. It's something special. A little bit like your two hand roll, but just way more attractive. Agreed. <laughs> you know, he's a but, guy. Altov. I, I thought you guys did did pretty good um i was more surprised by the quarterfinal appearance with ava that was, i think was our first quarterfinals in a tournament ever so that was crazy that. amazing yeah yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. I mean, we gotta say this uh so i got yeah. to the quarters with ava and we beat lacy schneeman who's a premier player and brendan long who was considered to be premier level until that loss and uh yeah basically they were so mad it was we won like 11 4 11 9 and ava i think it was one of her first doubles uh tournaments against that quality of player and brendan and Lacey, they got a little tight and somebody's gonna send this I, to them probably but yeah i played well and brendan mm -hmm. brendan at 5 5 was so tight that he hit like a jumping serve, I think. Like he jumped this high off the ground. He never jumps. I mean, you see the guy. He's not a guy that looks like he can jump, really. But he jumped. Got that high off the ground. He must have been really nervous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was like me. And he jumps this high off the ground, and he gets called for a footfall because you got to have one foot on the ground when you serve. So he – uh yeah, he got called for a foot fault, and they said to him, you know, that's a foot fault, and he said, no, it wasn't. I was on the ground both feet. I'm like, Brennan, I just saw you jump. 
and he just kind of, he, there was like this whole commotion. He wanted a new ref. He talked to the head of the tournament. It was like a five minute thing. And uh, they had a little momentum in that game and it was just gone after that. So, yeah, that, there's no coming back from that. That's just a complete detachment from reality. I must have been tough for our buddy Brendan. Not <laughs> good. Yeah. Not yeah. Good. But yeah, me and Altoff could have had Pablo and Fed. Um, it was good. It was a close one. And yeah, Altoff is interesting because he's got these different grunts on his dinks. So like sometimes when we're dinking and I'll, and he's to my right the whole time I can hear him. Sometimes he'll meow when he dinks. It'll be like, a, it's true. He'll be like, meow, meow. And then sometimes yeah. grunt, like just like, ah. and he'll be, be five feet behind the kitchen. He's just way back there. He's not yeah. even thinking of attacking. He's just like, I'm just going to dink it in. I'm going to say whatever comes to my mind. And got him my, uh, definitely got me motivated just, just looking at him. So, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, you're definitely going to have to incorporate a bit of that, uh, you know, some of his verbosity when it comes to dinking a little bit more, you know, lower yeah. tone from the soul. That guy's got a lot of soul. He digs <laughs> deep when he dinks. <laughs> I know. That could be a strategy, you know, like one anything going right. I mean, yeah. it could give you a little bit of edge. I mean, perhaps I think I think all tough just a little nuts. <laughs> yeah, but. It's all, I mean, how could I get even more annoying? Right. I'm already sit, standing there jumping up and down as quick as I can, like maybe different grunts. Like one grunt is like one thing then another thing, you know, just yeah. saying. And never the same front twice i mean we're all looking how to get better in our games and right? we're always looking for the next thing to improve <laughs> we're kind of <laughs> anything it takes i like that yeah, good yeah. idea so now we got to talk about seattle talk about preview. it seattle i'm here right now it's thursday singles is going on right now um there's actually a singles match going on that i think everyone should watch it's kwang duong mm. the guitar the ball bender versus ryan Sheer. call him that but <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw him. I guess I saw him yesterday in the uh, in the like. So he's we're all in Seattle, and I saw him at this market actually with his dad. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of people around. It's packed. I see him from like ten feet away. I'm like, "Yo, Avatar," and he's just Dude. like, "Hey." And then these other people are like looking at me, like, "What the? The guy's name?" <laughs> yeah, he made a scene. Oh, God. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? But he like totally answered. He's like, "Hey, yes, I am. I am Avatar." So he's dialed, and I think he's gonna. He, he's very dialed. Um, but anyway, back to the match. Doesn't like dialed, yeah, for sure. What do you think about Riley and Julian playing together? This is their first tournament together. Mm -hmm. I think that any team with Riley on it's a good team. Um, I think Julian is gonna compliment Riley well. I think he's uh, he's got some good reach, and he always brings the intensity. It's gonna be a very intense team to play yeah. against that's for sure so definitely not a team i'd like to see in my half of the draw but then again i'm not playing so i don't gotta worry about that <laughs> um, i feel like uh i feel like they could do some damage but it might take a tournament or two i wouldn't be surprised if you know they have a tight loss or something but it'll take a second to get the chemistry down but those guys are winners those guys can both get the job done so i'm excited to see how that works yeah. out well they're on yeah. Collins like, side draw. i'm more excited AJ, AJ and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's AJ, you think AJ and Riley will be better than Julian and Riley? 
I'm a bit biased because my love for AJ knows no bounds at yeah, all. That's so true. That is just too cool. So I hope they do a little bit better and AJ can lock up Riley, but I guess we're going to have to see. <laughs> we're going to have to see well, how that goes. Yeah, for those of you who don't know at home, Dave and AJ became they became very good friends. Uh, yeah. In San Clemente. We're not going to get into the details. But they it would be too friends. long. Another time, perhaps we'll get yeah. after that. But now Dave has like you've got a hard eights hat. Like we're playing, yeah. like we were got we were warming up with the fives, my team, and Dave's got like a hard eights hat on. Yeah, it's yeah, just... yeah. How to set the tone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so let's yeah, see. So I'm a bit biased, but both teams. I'm I'm excited to see how that goes. I'm definitely going to be tuning in to uh, see how that how that shakes out. So Riley and Julian are gonna play Ben and Colin in the semis. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that match? Because that's two players that Colin does not like on a personal level. Like one time okay. I was asking Colin to play rec, I was like, Hey, you want to play rec with me? And Julian, he's like, No, he doesn't like Julian, he doesn't like Riley. Do mm-hmm. you think that's gonna affect anything, or is Colin just too dialed to even notice that? Yeah, I don't think Colin, when it gets down to business, is going to really ever flinch at anybody because I don't think there's much going in on his head when he's out there playing. I think he's more of just a strategy guy and uh, stick to the game plan. I don't think he's going to really deviate from the plan at all, depending on whether he likes or doesn't like a guy. I think he leaves all that off the court. He just focuks on getting (laughs) extremely (laughs) soft. That guy... I think the only thing that he's focused on being is soft, making dinks, bailing himself out of his own problems because there's plenty of those. But uh, he does that at a very, very elite level. And uh, We've been, I don't think for him, no. Me and Dave have been watching Colin Johns a lot. Yeah. Um, and we just watch it because it seems to us like the only thing that can stop Colin is the net, the net court. The net court. In these last couple of tournaments, he's been going to war at the net court, and he's been winning. I don't know how, but uh, he's transcended human opponents for real. He's going he's going to war with the laws of the game itself. He's like, this net court's a little too high. Let me just lower it. Let's just figure this out. It's It honestly does look yeah. like the net courts are always going against Colin. Like against Colin. Well, it seems like that, but really, he's aiming for the net court. He on his drops of sets, unlike a normal human that would aim for a foot or two over the net, that guy is aiming to hit the net and have a drop reset that rolls over the net. And Mm -hmm. he's so good that he gets upset when he hits the net. I'm like, Colin, if you're aiming for the net, you can't be surprised when the ball trickles back over to your side, man. Give yourself some margin, but he's too good for that. He won't listen. (laughs) So we me and Dave have been watching a lot of Ben. Yeah, a lot of Colin, more Colin, and we have decided, or at least we're thinking it's possible. Mm -hmm. Is Colin Johns better than Ben Johns? So the simple answer to that question is no, and you're crazy to even bring. (laughs) Let's be honest with the people here. But if we're to play devil's advocate, which I love to do, you know, let's just have a little argument for a second. I think that Colin's job. What he brings to the table is more important, and he does that job way better than Ben does. That being said, Ben 
Ben's that guy. <laughs> ben, ben does everything, good. and Ben does it the best in the world. But if you want to get into a, a cross-court dink battle with Colin Johns, you must be me. You must be psychotic. You must be losing your mind out there because no one wants to go sit out there in the sun for two hours and play the game. Who's going to miss first, me or Colin? Because you know it. You know, you know how that's going to shake out. And Colin's just going to be emotionless little robot just hitting those dinks with that freaking robotic technique because he has three million reps more than anyone on the court combined probably. And uh, that's his job. And uh, when it comes to dinking cross, getting up to the kitchen, hitting the resets. Colin gets up. No one likes that. <laughs> that guy is simply different. The, when so, it comes to just getting up to the kitchen, drops, yeah. just that it's like, that guy is special. It's yeah. special what's going on. It's almost like we're watching, when we watched him, it was like, when we watched him against Callen and Hayden yeah. in Denver, in the altitude. It was unreal. The stuff he was doing, the resets were like. Yeah, I urge anyone that is that thinks I'm just a little off base with these Colin comments to really go check out that match. See how he overcame the net cord. All right. The net cord's not a meme. He literally won a 3v1 against Hayden and Callan and the net cord. And, and Colin carried Ben. Ben was making a ton of mistakes. Yeah. And Colin and, and carried. Dialed. He's just, Colin is just, he's different, guys. I'll say that much. But I urge anyone to go watch that match and tell me I'm wrong. Um, I'm sure I'll expect a lot of, of comments. <laughs> and I probably am wrong. But just go watch the match and let me know. I don't know. I played against him. And I've played against him a couple times, Colin and Ben. And this is a fun little fact for everybody. I was playing with Tyson in San Clemente. And we beat J-Dub and Dylan in the quarters. Ben and Colin won their quarters, probably before us. We had like a three-hour break until the semis. Three hours, yes. you sit there, you don't do anything. Yeah. We come out, I think the first or second point, we're playing Ben and Colin. I remember this vividly. I think I had a dream about this. It was like, <laughs> it was just. What, was it a dream before or a dream after? Because it, what he does out there, there's, it's clandestine. What if yeah, he's a <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one it was. The <laughs> full swing. Yeah. An 002. Yeah. As hard as I possibly could, above my shoulder, in transition. Yeah. Colin had a reset from like four feet inside the baseline off of his shoelaces. It was like he didn't even look at the, he already even registered what happened. He was just boop, off his shoelaces, right over the net. Yeah. Yeah. I was so shocked that the reset was so good. I think I missed the next ball. Yeah, It was like an offensive reset. Yeah, and he didn't even flinch, right? Because that, that's what he does. He, did, he was just like, oh, I, I hit a ball. Nice. It it's went like, in the pool. <laughs> like, that is so, so tough to do. It's and disheartening. It, it is disheartening. When he hit yeah, that shot, it, I was like, we're done. Because if, yeah, if no, that's no. what's going on. Yeah. We're not beating that team. And he's been doing nothing but playing the best pickleball of his life ever since that tournament. It's just. Yeah. He's been playing. The pleasure of, I'm a, I can't say enough. I, I mean, we could talk about Colin for hours. No, we literally did just a few nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last thing, yeah. though. Last sure. thing. 
Last Who thing. do you think is going to get? So here's a crazy hypothetical. And I want the people in the comments to let me know about this because me and Dave have discussed this also. There's yeah. a lot of players coming into pickleball and a lot of players are getting better quickly. On the male side, all these players are shaping up to be like left side studs, left side guys. They want to take the left, almost yeah. all of them. Yeah. And that's a natural progression because if you're the best player in your group, you're playing the left and that's just how yeah. you get, get comfortable. Everyone's training for the left. Nobody's training for the right, really. Who's yeah. going to get dropped first, Ben or Colin? And is who's going to drop who? Is Colin going to drop Ben before Ben drops Colin? No. <laughs> but, it might happen. But I, I think the right side guys, we're going to have our pick of the litter. That's for sure. I mean, it's there's just not a lot of new guys that are playing the right I feel like it'd be pretty smart if you're a new tennis player getting into pickleball that really likes doubles, start playing the right a lot because it's really easy to get partners, you know? The uh, the left side guys, their level is going to start evening out. I mean, Ben just has years of experience on everyone, but I I'm sure in the next year, two, three years, however long it is, you know, guys like you that are coming into sport, probably guys we don't even know yet are going to – uh be able to be really effective on that left, but on the right side of the court, that's gonna, I, I feel like that's always gonna, you know, be, be the weakest spot on the court because everyone that's good is going to put left. So I think that Colin's going to be working that right side for a very long time. Very yeah. long. There's going to be a power dynamic shift there. You know, Colin's going to be like, Hey Ben, you got to be better. Cause I haven't missed a reset in four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. That's all yeah. I could say. I think I don't know okay. if there's anything else there before we start getting too, you know, into pickleball conspiracy because we're starting to sound a little nuts. Yeah, this is getting but... crazy. If you guys at home want to know about me and Dave's conversations on a daily basis, literally that was it. Yeah. That is what we talk about. Yeah, I was a little bit nervous coming in. I'm not a big interview guy, and James just said. We're just going to talk about Colin all the time, so it's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Good. Good. I mean, nothing out of the norm there. <laughs> nothing out of the norm. So, okay. Yeah. All right. See you yeah. later, everybody. Let yeah. me know in the comments what you think about Colin Johns, because I'll talk about him. And so will <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks for having me.